Hi, and welcome to the Super Aging Podcast with myself, uh, Steve Halpern. It's been a while since I've posted some new podcasts. I've been very busy going through some of the newest research articles and uh, doing virtual counseling. And one of the conclusions I've, I've come to is that the approach has to be individual. And it has to be a multi-approach, not just one magic nutrient. Oh, okay, it's the vitamin D. The vitamin D is going to do it. Okay. Or this antioxidant is going to do it. Or this herb is going to do it. No, that's not the way holistic approaches work. A holistic approach is to look at where your weaknesses are, where your vulnerabilities are. And then approaching that in a program and understanding that many nutrients work in synergy. See, if you take the drug model, which is most often used, of a single drug, you know, you have an infection, so you take this antibiotic or you take this other drug, rarely do we approach it from... Uh, polypharmacy. Now, the problem with polypharmacy is trying to understand, of course, the interaction of all those drugs you might be taking. But when they test a drug for a condition, it's usually one drug. And when you apply that to nutraceuticals, that's not a really good model. So it comes down to, yes, I'll go over some of the latest nutrition concepts in immunity and uh, recovery. We're seeing a lot of what we call post-corona syndrome, and that's understandable, and I'll explain in, in a minute why. You know, the whole science, exciting science of genetics, and now epigenetics, which is the turning on and turning off of what we call gene switches. So you can have a gene for whatever it happens to be, The real question is, is it turned on or turned off? So there's a lot of pharmaceutical research, but also we know lots of different nutrients and environmental factors can have an epigenetic effect. Well, what other more extreme environmental effect that we have now than, one, the stressors that are going on and of course, the virus. And we think what happens is there's an epigenetic effect affecting various gene switches in the body. Many of these gene switches turn on genes that might be detrimental, inflammatory genes, or turning off protective genes. So another way of looking at this is looking at nutraceuticals that have a positive, a positive epigenetic effect, meaning that the virus might be turning on a pro-inflammatory gene and at the same time turning off an anti-inflammatory gene. So then the approach would be lots of nutritional or nutraceutical anti-inflammatories. Ginger. There have been studies now on 
fish oils, EPA fish oils. Turmeric, which is also seems to have epigenetic anti-inflammatory effects. Resveratrol, which has had a lot of press as an anti-aging compound. You know, the red wine, drink the red wine for cardiovascular protect. But indirectly, it seems to have an anti-inflammatory effect. And I'll explain it again. Uh, where does this tie in? Well, there's a system on cells called mTOR. What that means is called main target of rapamycin. Rapamycin was an immune drug, immune suppressing drug, used for various cancers. But it was found that it had an anti-aging effect by having the effect on certain cell systems. And so it was called main target of rapamycin, the drug. Well, it seems that there's also an anti-inflammatory protective effect. So things that might have an mTOR effect, main target of rapamycin, well, we know that, for instance, uh, intermittent fasting can have a benefit on the mTOR effect. We know that certain antioxidants, especially um, sulforaphane from broccoli seed, can have an effect. We know that other things, you know, eating um, a high-sugar diet, you know, um, trans fats in the diet, and maybe even certain high levels of pesticides might have a negative effect on mTOR. Okay, so let me let me get to. I'm sure what uh, if I was listening, I'd want to hear. So, what can I take? What can I take to give me some? Um, hedge on this. Well, certainly making sure you're doing vitamin D. Okay, now in order to utilize vitamin D, you need vitamin K, especially K1 and K2. So those are two nutrients. D. Now, you can ask me the dose, and again, it need, you can generalize and say, well, maybe 5,000 D or 10,000 D might, might do it. But again, it needs to be individually um, put together as part of a program. So I'm no longer recommending just individual nutrients. I'm really looking at putting a program together. A new study came out on from the microbiology uh, community. It was published, a study linking severe corona symptoms to disruption in the microbiome. How do you fix the microbiome? Okay. Well, again, people ask me, well, which one should I do? Which probiotic should I do? Well, there, if you look at the marketplace now, there are hundreds of different probiotics out there. Okay. Uh, some refrigerated, some not, some encapsulated in different compounds. And the prebiot, prebiot, prebiotics, which help the growth of probiotics, which ones? Okay. And so I'm finding it really difficult unless I see the whole picture. What is your diet? What's the fiber content in your diet? What are the nutrients you're taking that can make a difference? So, yes, 
vitamin D, vitamin K, probiotics. There's a new compound, new nutritional compound called uh, fisetin, which is found in strawberries and some of the other berry compounds and beans. And that's a very interesting nutrient. And there are clinical trials going on on fisetin. It seems to have an mTOR effect, and it seems to also have uh, a mitochondrial effect. Supporting your mitochondria, your cell batteries, so, so, so important. And linking, you know, defects in cell battery functioning to uh, maybe the complications of corona and also to more susceptibility to corona. How do you support nutrients such as uh, CoQ10, um, the alpha, <coughs> lipoic acid, very, very important, carnosine, very important for mitochondrial functioning, vitamin E, the full spectrum of tocotrienols, very, very, very important in, in that area. So we can move on, CBD, maybe there were some studies that um, on CBD, remember, there are many, many, many CBDs, okay, there's even CBC, not only CBCs, but there's CBG, which is uh, another interesting compound. How much? Which one? I really, you know, I can't tell you. Okay. It really depends on the person. Okay. Good diet guidelines. Certainly polyphenols that occur in fruits and vegetables. Green tea. Interesting studies on green tea. Uh, the ECGC that's found in green tea seems to have a very positive immune balancing effect. So I can go on and on and on with dozens and dozens of compounds. But again, it needs to be individually put together based on the person. And so the good news is there's lots to do. You don't have to just be passive about it. And I, I see so many on the web. I see so many what I call <sighs> scam articles, you know, articles that come from fake journals claiming that a certain nutrient is going to do this. And that's all you have to do is just take this magic nutrient and it's going to do it. No. That's not how holistic works. Holistic looks at the whole system. Your whole system tries to maximize what it is and then pick from literally hundreds of different natural compounds uh, that might be extremely valuable. You know, on the top of my list, and I, I've said this over and over again in these podcasts, is cruciferous compounds. But in order to get enough of the cruciferous compounds, you have to eat a lot. And so one of my top of the list is a compound that was researched at John Hopkins for almost 40 years called sulforaphane. Sulforaphane can be found, can be made from certain um, cruciferous vegetables. But again, you have to eat a lot. And so they discovered that sulforaphane found in broccoli seed that's been activated with morosinase and patented 
can have a positive effect on the macrobiome, can have an immunological balancing effect. I mean, there are also cancer studies. There are um, very good lung protection studies on sulforaphane. It's non-toxic. Again, you want to, in my experience, I want to use the most potent and uh, most tested source of sulforaphane, which is, has been patented. It's called Vitalica. And the one I recommend is Vitalica Physician. And it's going to be, you can find it on the web. And uh, I'll give you the address. The domain name is Vitalica supplements.com and it's Vitalica Physician. It's the most potent, strongest broccoli seed compound that's been tested for the active sulforaphane which has over 3,000 science and medical studies behind it. So that's Vitalica supplements.com They are very reputable and sends out the product very quickly and very fairly priced. You can also email me at uh, Vitalica Supplements at gmail.com, Vitalica Supplements at gmail.com, or at Stephen Nutrition at Stephen Nutrition at gmail.com and with questions. And I can certainly talk to you about. <clears throat> some virtual counseling look over your program that you're on or suggest some program that might be of value to you so we come to the end I'm going to go back to some research and some counseling I want to thank you so much for listening this is Steve Halpern